Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. The British Podcast Awards are coming up quite soon and I'd love it if you could vote for me. All you have to do is go to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote and search for Probably True. You'll need an email address to actually cast your vote, and since most people have a work one and a personal one, you could vote for me twice if you wanted. Just saying. You're listening to Probably True. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes throughout, because it'd be boring otherwise. I'm pretty much always wanking. It's one of my favourite things to do, and it's not something we ever really talk about, despite, you know, the temptation to spend a couple of hours a day at it. Hell, when I'm not working, I often spend whole afternoons having a fiddle, calming down, going at it again, getting my breath back, and so on and so on. It's exhausting, really. To be honest, I think it's a good idea that I have housemates. Sometimes the only reason I stop is because I hear them coming home. And then I have a frantic scramble to change the TV channel and zip my pants up before they get from the front door to the living room. I'm quite proud of the speed I can do that at, to be honest. But then, considering the amount of practice I've had, it's not particularly shocking that I've got it down. <laughs> Everyone loves a good wank, though, I think. Angela Lansbury does, certainly. She made a video about enjoying her own body sometime in the 80s. This is a real video that actually exists out there in the world. Angela Lansbury, her off murder she wrote, Mrs Potts from Beauty and the Beast running a bath, and tickling her fancy. In fact, Ernest Borgnine was asked once how he looks and acts like a 60-year-old in his 90s in some interview on American TV, and live on air, I swear this is true, his response was, I masturbate a lot. So, you know, if it's good enough for those two, it's definitely good enough for me. And, considering how much I do it, it's possible that I'm immortal now. When I was at university, there was a girl who was one of my best mates there, and she refused to double-click her own mouse. She was a bit strange, though. She was a hardcore vegetarian, and she made porridge with water instead of milk, and she'd go out clubbing sober. She said it made her feel bad when she tried to get herself off because it reminded her that there was no one there to do it for her, which must have been really frustrating because when she did bring someone back, they never managed to ring her doorbell either. We'd sit and watch X-Men cartoons together, and she'd tell me in quite a bit of detail, actually, about the latest baggy jeans-wearing rocker indie type who'd had a go and how it was fun, but she'd never got hers. Until one day when some guy she'd been dating finally did something right and she rattled the windows with all the noise she made. There were three of us watching TV in the living room underneath her bedroom and we gave him a round of applause. They're still together, actually, so it's possible the key to a long-lasting relationship is working out how to make your other half shout the house down in the middle of an episode of Home and Away. I probably do wank a bit too much, though. I mean, there are times when I'd much rather just have a quick one by myself because I know it's going to be enjoyable, rather than meeting up with a sharp-toothed random who's going to bend it in the wrong direction or pull too hard or be a really bad kisser or something else that's going to put me off my stride. I don't think I could even work out how much of my life has been spent with my knob in my hand. Far too much, I expect. Although I suppose I could work out how much jizz I've produced. If we say each throw of the liquid love dart is about a teaspoonful, and I've gone at it on average... Once or twice a day since I first learned how? 
that's a very conservative estimate, to be honest. Most of my teenage years were spent waiting for its recharge so I could have another go, but still. My all-time record for one day was seven, but the last two just hurt a bit, and I'm almost certain there was a little bit of blood in the very last one, which scared me a bit. Yeah, I went without for ages after that. Must have been lunchtime the following day before I tried again. Anyway, for simplicity's sake, let's say one and a half times a day since I was 13. I'm not sure how old I was exactly, but 13 sounds about right. I know it was when I was sharing the bunk bed my dad built with my younger brother, because I used to wait until he was asleep and snoring his little heart out before going crazy on myself. Except that once I must have got a bit carried away, as halfway through some frenzied self-abuse, I heard this little voice say, All right, Mr. Sheckett, I'm trying to sleep. He was younger than me, so I'm fairly sure he didn't know what I was doing. Anyway, from 13 to now is, Jesus, 21 years, Christ. 21 years is 7,665 days, not counting leap years. And if we say that each wank produced a teaspoonful of spunk, which, again, seems quite a small amount. The fountain of youth was definitely a thing when I was younger. There were times when it would just get everywhere. I never actually got it on the ceiling, but I think that was more due to poor aim than a lack of velocity. So anyway, a teaspoon is what? Six millilitres? All right. So, producing six millilitres of man juice 1.5 times a day for 7,665 days is... 45,990 millilitres. Let's say 46 litres, or 81 pints if you want to be old school about it. That's 23 pot bottles full if you want to measure spaff like you would Diet Coke. So, next time you're in the supermarket, pause a moment in the soft drinks aisle. (laughs) And you know, that's not even counting actual sexy times, or that one wet dream I think I had. It really never took much to get me in the mood as a teenager. Just one of the girls at school wearing a black bra under a white school shirt, or seeing Troy Holvey's hairy legs during PE would have pretty much got me running for a quiet corner so I could grip my teeth and knock out a sly one. And I wouldn't wait until I got home. I'd visit Mrs. Palmer and her five lovely daughters pretty much anywhere I could. In the woods, at the toilets at swimming club, boys and speedos, yum. Even very quietly in my mates' houses if we had a sleepover or whatever. There was one time I even managed it on a school field during rugby. I was inspired by all the boys running around and working up a sweat. I had one of those big puffer jackets that was cool at the time, so I zipped it right up and then pulled my arms out of the sleeves and into the body as if I was cold, then just unzipped and said hi to my monster. Also, being a pretty typical disgusting teenager, I would hardly ever clean that goo up properly afterwards. In fact, I was so lazy and gross when I was about 15, I'd be laid in bed happily strumming away on my flesh banjo, and then just as things were getting towards the big finale, I'd roll onto my side on the edge of the bed and fire that yoghurt onto the carpet before rolling back, farting and falling asleep. I did that so often that eventually the carpet next to my bed was just a matted, greyish splodge. I told my mum I'd spilt a candle and the wax had got stuck in the fibres. When she eventually sold that house, she spent ages with a warm iron and some brown paper trying to get it out, before eventually giving up and just buying a rug to cover it up. When I went off to uni, I did get a bit better about things like that, because A, I tried to keep things presentable in case anyone decided that coming back to my room might be fun, and two, because I didn't want to lose my security deposit. Being a poor student and not wanting to spend money on tissues or loo roll or anything like that, I'd use a sock that I'd worn that day or something like that. Which was fine until I managed to get athlete's foot on my knob. So, after that had cleared up, I used a spare hand towel that I'd nicked from home for that very reason. This worked fine. I'd use it to mop up my outbursts and then chuck it in a drawer until I needed it again a couple of hours later. And then, every week or two, when it was getting a bit crispy and I had to really crack it to fold it up, I'd chuck it in the laundry and boil all of the sin out of it. This arrangement worked fine until... 
one day when my dad came to visit me in halls. We'd run out of milk, so I went to the shop and left him sitting in our kitchen, surfaces all gross and covered in pots like any normal student house. And when I get back 15 minutes or so later, all of the pots, cups, knives, forks, Tupperware, everything, not just mine, but all of my housemates too, because my dad is a kind and helpful soul, were all washed and dried and neatly piled and ready to be put away. Lovely, very thoughtful of him. Just as the kettle boiled and I was about to make the tea, he said just offhandedly, I couldn't find a tea towel, so I dried them with that blue towel you have in your room. I very quickly rewashed the cups we were about to make our tea in, and then realised that once he'd gone, I was going to have to wash everything in the kitchen all over again. So the rest of our visit went fine, and after I'd seen my dad off in the car park, I ran back to the kitchen. Luckily, no one else had used anything, and I was like, oh, thank fuck. So I start piling things up by the sink to wash them again. And then, just as I'm running the water, I start to think about what dickheads they are, and all the stupid, childish shit they got up to thinking they were funny. Like the time they started a campfire in the only pan I owned, and then panicked and poured paint over it when it got out of control. Or the time one of them got hold of some rather naughty pictures I'd taken with a young man, and then printed them out and stuck them all over the hall's corridor. Very slowly, I turned the water off again and put the pots away. They did a lot more thoughtless, stupid, selfish shit while we shared a flat, but after that day, it never bothered me quite as much. That was Probably True, a storytelling series written and produced by me, Scott Flashheart. Just another little nudge to get you to vote for me if you like what you just heard. Go to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote and search for Probably True. If by the time you listen to this, voting's already closed, then you could write me a nice iTunes review, or tell your friends, or buy me a drink, or find some other way to show your appreciation. Up to you, really. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.